Hello and welcome to another episode of The One Where I Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. Natalie. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's, we're literally recording this on Memorial Day. You're probably listening to it in August, I'm guessing. Uh, but we, oh, um, yeah, we watched two Thanksgiving episodes of television today. Yeah, I love and that's it. That's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, but what else is going on? Well, what is going on? Well, we said it's Memorial Day. Yeah. We, um... Have spent more time with other people this weekend. Still all outdoors, but like spending yeah. more time with other people. Our first barbecue in seventeen months. <laughs> yes, at least. At least, yeah. At least. Um, we had, you know, a restaurant night out with some friends. Yeah. All outside. Yeah, all, everything's all vaccinated. It, it still feels weird. It's it. It still feels weird, and it's also funny that I still have to qualify it. Like everyone vaccinated, we're outside still. Like I don't need to be doing that. I think it's worth it. You want people to know you're not a bad person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. I hope that comes across. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, nine episodes in, uh, people know we're not bad people. Yeah. Or hope, I mean, people, hopefully people think we're not bad people. We might actually be bad people, but we, want to, we, we don't want them to, to think that. Everything all right? You know, I just realized I have a bug bite. <laughs> I, I can see you being, you were distracted by something. It's very distracting. <laughs> it's really itchy. Do you have any from last night? Uh, no. All right. That's why I stick with you when we're in bug territory because bugs love me yeah you're you're the wow. diversion <gasps> there's two there's two How and one it's like that. a cluster that Listeners, a, let a us... feast it was thanksgiving for bugs it was <laughs> all right okay oh. let's start with friends season one episode nine the one where underdog gets away um it's a uh, uh unlike the how I met your mother title. It's not clear that it's a Thanksgiving episode, right? So I was I was pleasantly surprised to see yeah. that we were watching two Thanksgiving episodes. But the timelines match up because it's kind of like in chronological order. Like we had Halloween. Yeah, not I guess long that because this is still. I, I mean, I guess network TV still follows the general yeah. sort of like fall to spring like yep. uh, uh, schedule, and the and these shows are definitely part of that history. So um, okay. I'll uh, I'll start um, the discussion about Friends uh, season one episode nine the one where underdog gets away. Uh, once uh, first thing I noticed, the opening like interstitial music again mm-hmm. was like a like faux reggae like. Did you notice? It's, I thought it was like circusy. Huh. Maybe that wasn't the first one. Um, but maybe that's that's how it was. But that, what's funny about that is that so last week I talked about this like it sounded like a bad police song, which is most police songs. And then we this one started, the, and then this this episode has an actual police song. In yeah, it. don't stand so close to me. Yeah, I wrote that down. Um, getting ahead of myself. Uh, uh, now I didn't look up the MDB to see if he recurs, but Max Wright plays Rachel's boss. I, I'm guessing the owner of Central Park, but. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, I don't know if he shows up, but uh, I don't remember, and I don't think I'm familiar with Matt Wright. Max Wright. Max Wright. Uh, imagine him saying, "Alf." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> well, that's why I kind of like blocked Elf out of my memory. <laughs> um, well, I watched a lot of Elf. Yeah, I guess uh, I did. 
uh, as a kid. And then didn't, I think Max Wright also had like some pretty serious drug problems. I'm not sure if that was oh. before or after this, uh, this episode of friends, but, um, yeah, I don't know if he comes back, but I, uh, I kind of hope he does. Cause I like, I don't remember. I like Max Wright. Yeah. Uh, Elf. Um, <laughs> You're good at that. It's the it's one of those one word yeah. like impressions, like the Ronald Ronald Reagan, like well that people do, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay, they're uh, they're they're at Central Park. Uh, they're they're getting they're ready um, for Thanksgiving. They're all announcing their Thanksgiving plans, mm-hmm. which are all kind of not what they want to be doing, mm-hmm. or or at least Rachel wants to go with her family to Vail. Mm-hmm. Um. And she needs to say she needs a hundred dollars. Yeah, which for a plane ticket. Even in like ninety four. Ninety four, you could get a round trip ticket for a hundred dollars from New York to Vail. Thanks, leaving on Thanksgiving. No, no, <laughs> New know. York to Colorado. That's where it's yeah. in Colorado, yeah. right? That's yeah, yeah. I don't know. I you know what? I wasn't. I was too young to be buying plane tickets. I wasn't. I was never even on an airplane until I was seventeen years old. Mm, I think I was like eight. Not to brag. Yeah, you also had cable growing up. You were like rich kids. There were two of us. There were four of you. Yeah. yeah. And we lived in Los Angeles. Well, outside of Los Angeles. The Southland. Yeah. We lived in the Southland. Right. Right? Um, uh, which give me the, the... So the first question, which is kind of, I think, answered later in the episode when, when uh, I, I think it's Courtney who says, and Joey, you're going home. Courtney. Uh, Courtney Cox. I meant to say Monica. <laughs> Sorry. Monica says, Joey, you're going home, right? And I was like, where is Joey from? Think, like, but it's local. Like Jersey, I think. Oh, okay. I think his family lives in Jersey. Because he, <laughs> they disinvite him at the last minute, which is very funny, but <laughs> yeah. also, what a, what a shitty family. Yeah. Well, um, you're going to meet them later. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, first, uh, before we get to why they disinvited him, uh, there's Max Wright sounds like a shitty boss. Because uh, apparently broken coffee cups come out of <laughs> Rachel's paycheck. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that, that should that shouldn't happen. No. Um, yeah, my I, uh, I I worked in food service for all of a week and a half over a Christmas break once. You broke tons of stuff, right? No. Here, here's the story that I love to tell: is I was I was a a bus boy, and there was another bus boy. We both had the same first day, first day on the job. <laughs> This is one of those steakhouses where they put paper down on the table. So like fancy, is it? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But it was a steakhouse. They put the paper down on the table, so you're changing the paper after every seating, right? Um, So I like clear everything off the table, or so I think. And I go to pull the paper off, or I go to pull the table away from the wall to pull the paper off, and I realize the little like glass thing that holds like the sweet and lows and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I left it on there on the table. So when I pulled it, it fell between the oh, table man. and it shattered. And I was like, Oh man, what a terrible first day. Yeah. <laughs> Until not long after the other bus boy, while putting away glasses, knocked over an entire shelf of glass. Like <laughs> literally like probably like four dozen glasses oh, shattered at the bus station. And I was like, I'm off the hook. That no had to have remember. been so loud. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Like the entire restaurant yeah. was probably yeah, just a cascade of shattering shattered wow. glass. Um, Did you check in with that guy? Is he okay? I have no idea what his name was. I couldn't can't even picture him. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, um, um, he might be I, listening I, right now. Yeah, he could be. <laughs> I only got that job because my sister was already worked there as the hostess. Oh, okay. Wait, did I visit the? What is a restaurant? Um, 
it's not a chain. It was a local oh. place, and it was named after the boss, who was a kind of a nice oh, guy. His okay. Name was, God, I want to say it was Tony Marino. I feel like in in visits to your hometown, I've gone to like oh. all of the restaurants that you or your siblings worked at. Well, um, like all of my siblings, I'm the only one of my siblings who never worked at an Outback Steakhouse, which is a weird like family thing that all three of my siblings. Yeah. Uh, you love but no, it. my um, my sister also worked at the Trainwreck Saloon, and you've right. been to there probably there. probably more than once because that's a very popular uh, family hangout in St. Louis. That's yeah. where the Bex, the Bex family tends to, and the Lavin family on mom's side tend to, tend to meet up. Um, okay. So, uh, the reason Joey ends up not, not being able to go home for Christmas is because he books a modeling gig, mm-hmm. um, for like a, a public health campaign and doesn't realize he's going to be the, the face of VD in, uh, mm-hmm. In um in in all of New all York the subway, City, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and the first thing I thought, I don't know if you agree with this. The first version of maybe it's because it's like dark in the subway or whatever. It was like that's there's deniability. That doesn't actually look. He doesn't really look like himself. It doesn't look oh, like I disagree. Matt LeBlanc. I, I didn't. I didn't get that. Huh? It's because it's like it's black and white, and half his face is like in shadow. And I was like. He could tell people that's not him, and people would be like, oh, okay. Do you remember that, like, kind of public health campaign about meth? There were, like, all over L.A., there were, like, coasters at bars and, like... There were billboards. Billboards. Yeah. And <laughs> my friend and I, Joe, it was always, like, I lost me to meth. Oh, or, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, but these models were, like, all super hot. <laughs> 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 like it was supposed to be like scare us out of doing drugs, but we're like, damn. But wasn't it? I mean, I remember them being mostly in West Hollywood and mostly men. Yeah. The, no. The, I no. The, I mean, I mean, we were all over like the East Side. Oh, okay. Maybe it was just that at that time I lived in Hollywood and worked in Beverly Hills and traveled right. across West I remember Hollywood. The, every the day. coasters were at the Cha Cha Lounge. Shout okay. out. Okay. Um, and each one, each coaster was like a hotter dude. <laughs> so it was all dudes, though. It was all dudes, yeah. Yeah, so I felt like it was aimed at the gay community. I think there is there uh, sure. is or was a meth problem. I don't yeah. know. Um, well, now we're uh, getting into some real friends territory, uh, negative gay stereotypes. Right. Um, uh, okay, so finally, they, for, all, for different reasons, they all end up at Monica and Rachel's. For Thanksgiving, um, Joey, when Joey shows up and says, my family like doesn't want me because of my disease or whatever, <laughs> because I have VD or whatever, uh, Chandler says, tonight on a very special blossom, which is like a, you know, 90s snarky joke, but also um, same network. That yeah. Blossom was also an NBC show, mm-hmm. so it feels like, I don't know, is that safer or is that biting the hand that feeds? I'm not sure what you yeah. would call that. It was strange. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Uh, okay, some things that I really liked. I really liked... I'm a big fan of... Okay, I keep starting sentences and stopping. One of the things I've come to really like about Friends in this early... Um, uh, or early in the going is the professionalism of the sitcom writers, which sometimes... Hmm. On some other shows, that turns into, like, laziness, like Modern Family, kind of like they got... I feel like the writers got 
so good at a point of modern family that they then just went into coasted yeah they coasted and maybe that'll happen later in in friends right now early and we're getting that's it's not just great joke writing there's also a great uh, uh i love running gags mm-hmm. on sitcoms mm-hmm. and the running thing about everyone wants a different like potato, potato preparation yeah. i really loved that i yeah. loved the specificity of it i loved monica's reaction to it i really dug um that's that just feels like um it just feels like the writer's going the extra mile like yeah. you know putting some putting some mustard on the on the thing okay <laughs> um, <laughs> i think that's a saying yeah um i also liked uh, well i okay i don't like ross already i mean we're only nine episodes in i don't like ross he could really gets on my nerves yeah i don't like him forcing his way into his ex-wife's uh life this much right um but the the moment where the baby kicks for the first time. Yeah, it's a very sweet moment. A very sweet with, moment. Um, Carol and Susan. Susan. And Susan is played by, and I forget her name, but uh, from Gretchen Breaking from Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, great performance on her part, too. The way that, uh, in the first scene when it's just Ross and, and Susan. Yeah, they have I a like, very antagonistic relationship back and forth. But you can tell she doesn't hate him either. She doesn't. Because, you know, he's the father of carol's baby and they all love carol's baby i think that's what it boils down to and there's probably also some pragmatism on susan's part like this guy's gonna be around yeah like i probably yeah so she like teases him or calls him out for saying stupid stuff yeah which um, he does which he does a lot yeah because he like um just lesbianism just seems like uh so foreign to him yeah um and probably was to a lot of the viewers i guess mainstream white Viewers, in, I, guess, uh, I don't yeah. know what whiteness has to do with it, but it's just there's. I think there's a general. I think privilege generally allows people to be more clueless uh, about others, and so that's why I think of white people, yeah. gay or straight, as being more clueless. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, yeah, so I like her performance. I like um, when the baby first kicks. And Ross has his hand there, and Carol puts her hand there, and then Susan like reaches and puts her hand, and Ross does like a slap like away. slap, yeah. but it's like a I, I like that it's a joke that Susan yeah. like thinks it's funny, it's playful. And, yeah, I, I, I thought that was a very sweet moment. So the reason for all of this is, um, I guess Susan was kind of telling Ross like, oh, I I talk to the baby all the time, and he was kind of jealous, like, well. I want him to know my voice too. So it's yeah. kind of like a competition who can talk to the baby the most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause she was reading Yertle the turtle. Yeah. Um, which is not a story that I know. I'm not, I don't know that one either. Yeah. I like the name. Yeah. Um, I know Bert the turtle is the, um, You've seen the old, like, 50s, like, duck and cover? Like, if there's a nuclear blast, the, the video they used to show kids in school in the in the 50s that, like, like you could survive a nuclear blast by hiding under your table. Oh, yes. Under your yes. desk or yes, whatever. I, so I, know, the, I remember doing that, yeah. Um, uh, well, I never certainly never uh, did that. Well, but, that was uh, also, like, an earthquake drill. But there was a specific video. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought everyone knew about this. I'm sorry. Uh, there was a specific... And I say video. It was a film strip because it was the 50s. It was literally about, here's what to do if a nuclear bomb goes off. Okay. And it was duck and cover. And, like, it showed kids, like, getting under their desk. And, like, like it was like it was an earthquake or tornado drill. Right. And... But the little animated part was a turtle who would, like... Dropped to the ground and like hiding its shell, and it was Bert the turtle. 
Okay, that sounds cute. Yeah, I, but also insane. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder if. I mean, I wonder if your parents would have watched the Bert the Turtle. I'm sure they film did in 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 elementary school or whatever. They probably did. Uh, we should ask them about that. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a sweet moment. Which then this is the second episode in a row where there's a really good sweet moment, and then there's the like forced one because last week we had the like oh they look like a fun gang like nana and her friends hanging out at java joe's or whatever right um and i thought that was corny and here we had the like they're watch they, they see that an ugly naked guy has an ugly ugly naked lady with him that he's mm-hmm. having thanksgiving with and there's like it's nice that he has someone and they all just like look at each other and it's like right. i thought that i hate that yeah um, well it was kind of sweet like they all were still together they're eating grilled cheese sandwiches and drinking wine yeah all of that i like yeah um yeah they're drinking uh white wine which i guess makes sense that they would have had white wine on hand if they were having turkey right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I like that attention to detail because I feel like that speaks to Monica's attention to detail. Right. Yeah. She's a great cook. Um, she has to make tater tots. She has to make lumpy mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes and then mashed potatoes with little chunks of peas and onions. Yeah. For which, Fiji. Um, all those sound good to me, <laughs> to be honest. What, what's your favorite potato preparation? We've talked about this before. I know the answer. Um, do you? Um, mashed potatoes. Is it mashed potatoes? Yeah. Well, I made, um, for us on St. Patrick's Day, I made oh, a little, very good. a little feast and I made, um, I guess an Irish dish called Colcannon or Concannon? Colcannon, I think. Colcannon. It's essentially it. mashed potatoes, but it has like kale and greens and stuff in it. Yeah. That, that was, that was very good. It was really good. Uh, so maybe that's my new, but you also made scallop potatoes for Easter. Right? That's right. We did together. We yeah. made scalloped potatoes together. Yeah. That was really good. That was good. I yeah. think my th- I'm, I'm a Joey in more ways than one, I guess, because I love tots. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I could take it. To, I could take it. But for it. like a Thanksgiving type thing, I think I like like sweet potato. Okay. I feel like that's a different category. It's a different category. Once we get into games. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's hold. We'll have more time to th- talk Thanksgiving uh, with the next episode. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention about this episode, I don't know if you. So it, the, there's a the tag during the end and end credits is Joey goes back to his poster in the subway and rips off the bottom where it says VD, and each thing under it is like also an embarrassing thing. Yeah, hemorrhoids. But did you notice there was one that I don't know what the joke is because it was covered by the credit. Yeah, I noticed that too. That's amateur hour like yeah. that's so weird I, I just like not I mean if that's just gonna a, be like yeah a joke at the I, end uh, if people are listening to this and don't listen uh, hopefully the people listen to this who don't also listen to me on Battleship Retention but I'm very cagey about what my job is but I'm saying I can tell you within what my job is now that that's that, a rookie move that shit wouldn't fly yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know how they got away with that in 1994 you yeah. can't cover a joke with the credits um, so let's talk about funniest moment um, I'll say mine first because I left so hard. I, I forgot to give the story that why Chandler hates <laughs> Chandler hates Thanksgiving because he was eating pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving when his parents told him they were divorcing and he threw it up. And 
Phoebe, the most sensitive person in the world, holds a pumpkin pie near her and was like, incoming pumpkin pie. <laughs> I laughed so hard. That was very funny. Um, also related to Chandler's storyline or, you know, backstory. Um, I forgot who said, oh, Chandler's boycotting all the Pilgrim holidays. Oh, yeah. It's like all of the Pilgrim holidays. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a very Chandler way. Okay, so friends but make it fashion. This one, I had a tough time this episode, but, I, but then I remembered something that you said, I think, an episode or two ago. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that I liked, just a fashion choice mm-hmm. that stood out. Yes, yes. So the the lady who refuses to go on a date with Joey because of because she sees the oh, ad. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous outfit. But quite fashionable. <laughs> but she has, like, this... Um, a uh, big purse that's like a satchel. Yeah. She has uh, a silk scarf um, a and a red beret. Yeah. And also, what is she doing? She's just hanging out on a bench in the subway? Like, I think that's... she's waiting for her train. But then... It, but, but she just... Uh, but I, I guess... Then he asked her to go get a, like coffee She wanted with to him get away him. from him because he but had I'm saying bef- Before that... Right. He's like, do you want to get a cup of coffee or get a drink or something? And she's like, sure. It's like, what were you doing? Because I thought she was waiting for a train yeah. until that moment. Anyway, so that woman is um, insane, and I hope we see more of her. I don't think we will. <laughs> no. But uh, I, I like so the idea of random. someone who gets that dolled up in an affected way to go hang out in the subway. <laughs> well, she has a little backstory, too, because... Uh, Joey had met her when they both worked at, at Macy's. Macy's, yeah. Um, she was the obsession perfume gal, and he was the Hermes. Um, Hermes. Yeah. Sprayer. Hermes. Hermes. Yeah. I can't remember. All right. Uh, is that? Oh, and then. So you can tell me about running jokes and motifs, but uh, I'll point out there's more gay panic again yep. Yep. with because Joey is because he booked a bottling job. He's wearing makeup. Yeah. And he gets called a man woman. Yeah, he says, I'm a actor slash model, and Chandler says, you look like a man slash woman. That's mm-hmm. uh, not even funny at all. No, it's not um, funny. And uh, I also point out, uh, this is running jokes and motifs, but the motif of Ross just sucking. I, Ross sucking, yes. Just, like, I don't like how intrusive, invasive he is with with Carol and Susan. Like, he's... Forcing himself into yeah, like lives. I mean, obviously he should be part of the child of life. the child's life, yeah. but like the way that he's like presumptive uh, about it and like entitled uh, yeah. uh, about it, and then he's entitled with Monica. He's being a total baby because he can't have his mom's cooking, and yeah. so he's like demanding, of just her. hanging over Monica's yeah. shoulder, like demanding that she do it the mom way. He like pouts and stomps. I just. Yeah, it's I, I get that it's a these are comedic character traits, but it's too much. It's yeah. too much, man. I think. Yeah, I think he's like the villain of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was going to ask you before I have, uh, ask you to point out any running jokes. Well, I, I have I have my fashion. We never talked oh, about my shit. fashion. We never talked yeah. about your fashion. I could have sworn we did. Yeah, and um, like yours too, it wasn't something that I, well, I, okay. It's more about Phoebe's side braid. She had the most ridiculous side. It was like a side pony, but it was a braid uh-huh. over her other hair. It was just quite over the top. And then she had a wonderful um, green velvet skirt. Oh, I didn't notice the skirt. Yeah. So Phoebe I won. she had like a big, she was wearing like a big sweater. 
uh, at one on, point, on but there was the striped in the in the scene before. There was the striped shirt. Was that at, the striped shirt? Was at Central Perk? Yeah, yeah, striped yeah. button down with the big ridiculous side braid. Um, also, love the turtlenecks. Still going strong with the oh, turtlenecks. Ross had a chunky knit that was like comedic yeah in this episode yeah. <laughs> like it made his head look small that's Real how funny. that's how chunky this knit was yeah uh, I'm sorry that I uh, completely right. steamrolled your make that's it right. fashion that's all right um, I've went, I'm such a Ross here yeah I'm used to it <laughs> <laughs> um, is because I know we've gotten hints of Phoebe's backstory being less than sunny traumatic yeah yeah it feels like Chandler too. Like, is this going to be a, a, a running thing? That his, we're going to learn more is? about him, and it's going to be probably the most problematic okay. storyline of the show. I'm going to say, ah, no, there, are, there are so many, there are so many. Okay. Um, but running jokes, uh, Rachel being bad at her job, oh, being yeah. inept, yeah, breaking um, cups, Monica, you know, being the chef, which is great. You know, that's not really a motif necessarily. But she's also the type a like control freak yeah um, yeah which i like as i like it too but like why wouldn't she say like oh you want all these different potato preparations okay here like you start on this you start you know like well she tried and phoebe over over whipped the yeah. potatoes yeah so she that was like uh confirmation to monica i think she's like the, i can't i can't farm can't this out i can't anymore. delegate yeah. i have yeah. to do everything myself um as a bit of an OCD control freak myself, sometimes I very much relate. You don't like when I'm to, like to in the kitchen at all when you're cooking. Sometimes, yeah, unless it's something we're cooking together. Yeah. Like on on yeah. Easter, we made we made a big uh, feast together. Yeah. Um, another running joke. We talked about ugly naked guy. Now there's ugly naked gal. Yeah, gal. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like gal. I don't like um, calling people ugly, but I like calling people gals. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else on on this? Um, oh, another funny moment. It, wa- it wasn't my funniest, but um, so after the the VD posters are all over the city, they're all at Central Perk laughing about it, and Joey walks in. He's like, "What are you laughing at?" And Phoebe's like, "Oh, you know how laughing can be infectious." <laughs> I thought that was funny. yeah, that's a good one. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Uh, well, let's uh, move on then to How I Met Your Mother, Season 1, Episode 10, Belly Full of, sorry, Episode 9, Belly Full of Turkey. Uh, All right. So, what, what happened? So this is also a Thanksgiving episode. I love, I love it. Yeah. Um, so there's two storylines. One is... Um, Lily's kind of nervous because she's going to Thanksgiving dinner at uh, Marshall's family's house. So her future in-laws, they live in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, 
And this was really funny because there were tons of like hilarious sight gags with his family just being enormous. Like they're all six, five and above. Yeah. And everything in the house seems to be large, including <laughs> the food. So I have to give again, props to the props department uh-huh. at how I met your mother, because it was like, the potatoes, the noodles, like every single thing was just way bigger than it needed to be. Just everything just made her seem so tiny in comparison to these giants. Did you think when they gift her the um, Mrs. Erickson apron, mm-hmm. I thought the joke was going to be that it was like too it, big, that it was like going to be yeah. punched up on the, on the floor. I thought we were going to get like a wide shot yeah, where it was like punched up on the floor. Me too. Um, so yeah, that was one of the storylines. And then another one was that... Um, I guess Ted and Robin didn't really have anything to do for Thanksgiving, so they decided to volunteer. I should say because Ted, because he has to work, so he's not going home. To we don't, I don't. I think we still don't know where Ted's from, right? Right. Yeah. Did we learn in this episode that Marshall's from Minnesota, or did, you, or did we know that already? I can't remember. We learned. We learned that before this episode. Okay. Yeah. So Marshall's from Minnesota. I think this might be the first mention of Robin being Canadian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I, I think you're right. So I, I think I, I think I'm right. Um, yeah. Ted made fun of so her yeah. for being Canadian. So yeah, the reason they're in New York on Thanksgiving is because Ted has to work and Robin's Canadian and they already had Thanksgiving. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Ted and Robin decide to volunteer at a homeless shelter or refuge. Um, so they go in for the day and they find that Barney is like the volunteer of the year. He's like just making shit happen, like on top of everything. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. He's like the guy. He's like the volunteer lead um, at this homeless shelter. Um, So yeah, that was funny. Um, We later find out that he's actually serving probation like his yeah. community service hours for public urination which for is public like, urination the show the show treats as a joke but like that's real yeah it's real. people really do get i know someone who like was uh arrested for public urination and um had to spend days in jail because uh, he had another and warrant years on the um right depending registry. on where it happens yeah i think yeah yeah, yeah. if yeah. it's like a mile within a school like yeah uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. So yeah, don't don't pee in public if you can, but also maybe the rules should be a little bit more relaxed. To or take have sex in public, which yeah. I've also heard. And also, P.S. Like, if you're homeless and you have sex somewhere, like that's part of your human rights. That's you what I'm know? saying. Like, the rules should be relaxed for, for yeah. the unhoused. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, what else? What else am I well, missing? Um, okay. Uh, I made a little joke to myself um, in the uh, in my own notes that the uh, you've got a, an element of what I've said before um, that how many really get, gets good at is being a little bit unrealistic, mm-hmm. and so I referred to the thing you're talking about at Marshall's family is being heightened comedy. Yes. Because uh, they're also good tall. one. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I was hoping he'd like that as much as I did. Um, I just want to mention the um, uh, Marshall's dad is played by Bill Fagerback, who was uh, Dauber on uh, Coach. Oh, I never watched Coach. Okay. Um, and uh, the the guy who the coordinator of the volunteers at the soup kitchen is played by an actor named Adam Kulbersch, whom you may recognize, uh, Natalie, as 
he plays Sam's dad in flashbacks on better things. Whenever we see oh. her like drunken dad. Yes. That's okay. That's he him. looked familiar. Yeah. He looked familiar to me. That's why I had to look it up. Um, uh, oh, even before that, we learn about the thanks teeny, which sounds disgusting. It's a <laughs> it's a Barney concoction yeah. made of I think cranberry juice. Yeah, what was potato the... vodka, which is just vodka, and then a bouillon cube. Uh, yeah, that sounds, sounds awful. So disgusting. Um, I had a, a friend actually who's used to he was he used to suggest you should mix cranberry juice and wild turkey. On, on Thanksgiving, oh, but okay. that would also be very, very bad. Not yes. as bad as a bouillon cube. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, no, thank you. that would be very bad. Speaking of uh, disgusting, we learned that one of the um, Marshall's family's um, favorite side dishes is the seven layer salad, which is mostly made like 16 cups of mayo and then gummy bears, who knows, like Funyuns, Funyuns g- just potato- like the most chips. absurd. Yeah. But this is, the, okay, we're kind of veering into my funniest moment i'll save the funny the actual one but just generally as a midwesterner jokes about what people eat in the midwest and the idea that a salad uh the idea of a salad having a lot of mayo in it is not far-fetched it's just a a little bit exaggerated from (laughs) what it's actually like to grow up in the midwest i feel like there were a lot of real life parallels (laughs) well yeah i was gonna bring that up um as um because you're in Lily's position here. Yes. You're from the coast, the opposite coast. Right. I'm from the Midwest. Right. Um, we're married and you kept your name. Yes. Um, which I don't think has ever been a discussion with my family, but... Um, I'm certainly the only one... Yeah, it's notable that my other my brother's uh, wives did change their their right. names and my sister changed her name when she right. got married you're the you are the the only one um i'm so the only vegetarian i definitely like well Lily's not a vegetarian right but i just right? mean that like kind of odd man out right. kind of um but also the idea of um and we both get this but you certainly get it more like you barely they're not even married yet and they're already getting the when are you going to have a baby right. thing and that's right. I'm sure it happens to you more than it happens to me but that's <laughs> it, you and I have been married for seven years and have no children have no plans to have any children right. um, uh, but we still get sort of questions like that yeah uh, sometimes it, it very like it went very quickly from when are you and now are they going to get married and this is like you know, not this is more from aunts and uncles than uh, immediate the, family than immediate family. But like went from when are you, when are you and Natalie going to get married to uh, to to kids. Well, yeah, like I said, my my siblings and my mom are cool about it. To me, yeah. uh, they don't pester me about it, but we've certainly heard it. Um, which then brings me to the, the it's it's kind of fucked up that Marshall didn't like talk to Lily earlier about how he like envisioned raising kids back in St. Cloud. Yes. This should have been a conversation yeah. already. Yeah. Before you're engaged, yes. that should be a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I wanted to mention the, um, I love, uh, uh, <laughs> Ted make first Ted makes a little dig at, how like Canada being weird and then Robin goes off on like all of these things that are just inherently broken in the American system that I, uh, that was a great little, little speech. And then I also loved for both of them, the, the, the idea people like volunteering on Thanksgiving are 
more often than not more in the way than anything else. Absolutely. And I've experienced that. It's like a vanity thing. Yes. I've experienced that like firsthand, like working with unhoused youth at a, at a drop-in center, people would come in hordes, you know, to volunteer on Thanksgiving. We had like a waiting list, like, okay, we'll call you if we need help. We had so many volunteers and it was a job to coordinate the volunteers that day. It was more like you're doing more for these volunteer groups than you are for for these young people. Yeah. Um, It's same, same with Christmas also like volunteer in June, donate in June, in March. Yeah. Yeah. Donate your money at other times because it's not, not saying it's not needed, but it's, they have, they have so much food on Thanksgiving. It's too much. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention, this is almost, I, I could save this for running jokes, but I'm not sure if it's enough of a running joke to actually qualify. But this won't be the last time that Ted will become interested in, like, a pretty girl who turns out to be a fucking a awful person. Yeah. That's not yeah. the last time that's going to happen yeah. on, the, on this show. Um, so she's a pretty girl, but she at the at the shelter, she's like putting aside like the good donations, right. like the good, like the portobello and like the truffle oil and yeah. like all the good stuff for herself. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, wasn't there a um, episode of Mystery Diners where that happened on the Food Network? <laughs> that should be our podcast. Really, I think I've said that. Yeah. Before that, we should do a podcast about Mystery Diners. Okay. Because now that they're all, we're not, we don't work for Discovery Plus or anything, but Discovery Plus has every episode of Mystery Diners, a show that it seems like the Food Network wants to pretend never existed for. But we know better. Yeah, because it was the greatest thing ever. It brings us endless joy, and <laughs> I feel like more people yeah. <laughs> need to know about this. Um, uh, In fact, our, like, when we play trivia, when we do, like, bar trivia, just us, that's our team name, Mystery Diners. Yeah, that's right. Uh, did you have any other general notes or do you want to move on to the funniest moment of How I Met Your Mother season one, episode nine, Belly Full of Turkey? Um, yeah, let's move on. Okay, what was what, what was your funny? I went first on the Friends ones. You should go first on these. Of the funniest? Yeah, funniest moment of this episode. Um, okay, when, when Lily's defending herself against Marshall's family, um, she's defending, like, New York as a place, a good place to, like, raise a family. Um, so she says, um, we grow to the proper size and then we stop. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. Which <laughs> really um, funny. Same scene for me was when they all lift up their enormous glasses full of milk. Oh, God. <laughs> They're having full yeah. glasses of milk with yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. Um, that again, very relatable Midwestern type of type of uh, uh, jokes. Milk I, I, with dinner, like a full glass of milk with dinner just makes me want to vomit. I would drink milk. Like I would like, when I was a kid, I would like come home from school and pour a big glass of milk <laughs> to drink. I know, like, that's not even, like, only Midwest, because I had friends who, like, I would go to, like, dinner at friends' houses, and they'd pour me a big glass of milk, and I would say, like, oh, that's too much. Like, yeah. no, thank you. <laughs> and it wasn't even, like, non-fat or, like, 2%. It was, like, whole, uh, had 2% milk? milk, at least, yeah. Ugh. Makes me sick. All right, did you have a fashion moment? Um, Lily's well-tailored coat. You have the same one? Structured coats. <gasps> yes. For both Lily and also uh, Robin, after they get fired from volunteering, Robin's wearing a, a red um, yeah. uh, tailored coat yeah. with the, had big old cuffs. Felt that she was sitting on the curb and it was kind of like puffing up at the shoulders, but yeah. I still thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, we had the same one. Yeah, good. Um, all right, and then I'll uh, uh, mention 
a couple of running jokes or one in particular we once again get a have you met Ted? Right. <laughs> and, but this yeah. time from Robin. Robin does yeah. it. That's how he is. She introduces uh, him to Amanda. But that was cool. She was kind of like a wingman. Yeah. Yeah. Robin's, you know, she's one of the guys. Yeah. She drinks bourbon. She eats wings. She likes, she likes uh, sports. We haven't gotten to her being a sports fan yet. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Um, Robin's definitely got that, like, I guess, tomboyish type of personality. Um, and I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, the other one I'll say, this isn't a running joke, but it's just, um, Thanksgiving episodes are something that how I met your mother is going to do well again. And same with friends. Uh, okay. This is good to know. Yeah. The first in a first of many, um, like pivotal Thanksgiving. I don't know. Pivotal is the right word, but definitely memorable Thanksgiving episodes. Um, were there any, any other running jokes or motifs that, that stood out to you on this? Um, well, like I said, props to the props department. They really know what they're doing over there. Um, there was some, I don't know if it's shaming of sex work, but, um, in the, Oh, the the, reaction at the very end. Yeah. With the kid, the modern day, or I guess future. Yeah. The future kids. So the joke was like, and that kids is how I met your mother, like referencing one of the, Tracy, one of the dancers. And that was like, we didn't even mention the strip club. Yeah. yeah. uh, After they get fired from volunteering, they go to uh, the lusty leopard. (laughs) Yeah. They go to a Thanksgiving buffet. Yeah. Which I'm sure is real, right? I'm sure there are strip clubs that do Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know. I've still to this day never been to a strip club. Uh, I've never, I've certainly never eaten food at a strip club. Yeah, we used to, there was a, um, this isn't a strip club thing, but there was a, um, when I worked at my video store in Chicago, which was like a regular video store, but most of our income was from the porn section. That was what kept Mm -hmm. us uh, going. We had a big porn section, uh, a whole basement actually that was porn. Um, And there was a bar down the road that would do what they called smut breakfast where like they would I think it was like Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings they would do brunch and play porn on the TVs oh that's fun I mean weird <laughs> it's but weird like, but they would like it's a fun concept I yeah guess. but we were the store they would come to but and I don't do, like, know is that fun discount I don't know if it's, it is I think it's like fun like for like a minute like when you're laughing about it but then like Oh, there's like, yeah, you're still trying to eat your like eggs Benedict. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've gone together to jumbos a few times. Right. That's, that's that's not a bikini bar. Yes. It's very different. No one gets naked at jumbos. Right. All right. Um, let's move on to similarities and differences. There's an obvious similarity here. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Or I guess non-traditional. Well, that's what I wanted to, um, uh, address in, in the show's, viewpoint that goes back to I think something that I've that I've said before that the how I met your, how I met your mother crew despite the heightened exaggerated comedy and stuff are often more real seeming mm-hmm. and and I think with friends you know earlier I like kind of praised the professionalism of the writers but there is sort of like you can see the gears turning to get them to yes to to spend Thanksgiving together yeah you know whereas this one it does split them up Mm -hmm. and it does feel more like what it what Thanksgiving is when you're in your 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 late 20s early 30s when you're like sort of transitioning there's there's a transition from like 
Thanksgiving is something I do with my family to like, now I'm an adult. And so like, you've got Ted and Robin and, and, Mar- and, and Barney having Thanksgiving without their family. You've got Lily having to go to someone else's family. Like this is a, this is a period of your life, single, single and especially in your twenties, but also young dating life where things that were a tradition for a long time don't necessarily happen anymore. Sure. Uh, because, uh, because things in your life are, are changing. And I, and I, and I felt like how I met your mother, it, it, it felt more honest and realistic in a depiction of what Thanksgiving, obviously it's still heightened. I've never went to a strip club on Thanksgiving or, right. um, never ate quite that much mayo in a salad, but, um, it, it still felt like, uh, it was actually addressing and taking as a as its subject matter the feeling of of a of a landmark traditionalist holiday like Thanksgiving at a time when your life is changing. Whereas Friends, right. if, while it had good jokes, it still felt kind of manufactured, like right a little bit. But like also like the concept of chosen family, I think is important. Well, yeah, I guess people who. Uh, if anyone who is listening to this listened to uh, a podcast about TV I used to do uh, uh, a long time ago called Previously On, they would have heard me repeatedly say that at its core, almost every TV show ever is about family. Um, either either real or family or manufactured, right. chosen, sure. uh, built families. Yeah, I'm very surprised. I was expecting the crew... Um, to end up at the bar, like drinking thanks teenies yeah, together. We ju- yeah, we just got the one hint of the yeah. The, I was the really flashback surprised. to why they were all sick the next morning because right. of the Thanksgiving. That was the only McLarens we got. Yeah, yeah I, I fully expected them to end up there. Whereas we got a lot more Central Perk. Right. Yeah. Um, I noted a similarity that will only be similar well into the future, but the seven layer salad reminded me a great deal of a famous trifle that we'll see okay. on friends, which is another Thanksgiving episode. Friends fans, you'll know what I'm referring to, but this, this, um, seven layer salad with the gummy bears and Funyuns reminded me a lot of a trifle. Um, we had a trifle last night or you did. I actually didn't have any. Yeah. It was, was a trifle. <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So time to play favorites. Um, I love when I, I've, I've been surprised by how often friends is my favorite. So I love when I get to say, I like this, how I met your mother episode more than I liked this friends episode. Um, I feel like it's like, so, can I, can they be even, can it be a toss up? Split the diff. Can I split the diff? You can do whatever you want. You're one of the hosts of the show. Okay. I'm going to split the diff here. I love a Thanksgiving episode though. I love holidays on shows yeah. on sitcoms um but there's we could have this could uh play into similarities and, and, and differences that the um the friends thanksgiving episode is almost with the exception of the like uh, carol and susan stuff is almost like a bottle episode like everyone's just in one place the entire time you know yeah. uh whereas how many mother does the exact opposite there's one They're brief flashback the in the yeah. McLarens. There's even not even really. There's only really one scene at the apartment before right. before they uh, March and Lily leave, and then when Ted and Robin decide to go volunteer. After that, they're all over the place. It's a very different, very different approach to a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. 
Um, and I think if I remember correctly, how I met your mother will eventually do a Thanksgiving episode where they're just in one place the entire time. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, this is, a. Uh, I like when the two episodes are so similar because it actually points out it, 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 it further illustrates the differences. It makes the differences mm-hmm. clearer sure. when the shows are more similar. So yeah. I, uh, I really liked watching these two episodes. It was, this was super fun. And like fun. I said, I like when I liked the how I met your mother episode better. Cause that was my premise coming into the, yeah. the, the show. Yeah. Uh, should we head into our much beloved segments? Yeah. Take it away. So we'll start with how were we doing? <laughs> in which we look at the events of the day that these episodes aired. So, um, Friends season one, episode nine, the one where underdog gets away first aired on Thursday, November 7th, 1994. Um, uh, no, that's not, uh, I should have looked these up, uh, b- beforehand. There's like nothing. What was in the movies? Um, Oh, you know what movie was popular that week? Hmm. Junior. Junior. Is that the one where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger... Is pregnant, Is yeah. pregnant? Yeah. Okay. Um, I never saw it. Yeah, I, I think I did, but I don't remember it. Um, let's see. What else happened? The top five songs... Okay, we did this last week, and there's not that much change. Still, Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You. Any Kamozi, Here Comes the Hot Step. Uh-huh. Uh, Cheryl Crow, All I Want to Do. Real McCoy, Another Night. What was You sang it last another week. Another night, another dream. But oh. And at number five in the U.S., uh, Bon Jovi, Always. It's one of the It's the a ballad. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, okay, so that's how we were doing in 1994. In uh, wait, let me. I, I'm sorry. Let me look at that one more time and make sure I didn't miss anything. I usually try to look at this beforehand, and I don't know. I don't know what yeah, I was. Drop the ball. Dude. Yeah, I really, I really did. Um, no, there's nothing else here. All right, so let's uh, go to How I Met Your Mother, season one, episode nine, Belly Full of Turkey, aired on Monday, November twenty first, two thousand five. Let's see. What happened? Um. Okay, well, this is all right. sad stuff about mm. um, Iraqi civilians who were killed uh, by U.S. troops. It, um, it's maybe not something I should... <laughs> um, yeah. This is... Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to vamp for a second because I can't believe this is true. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Okay. That's not true. That's, there's a misprint here. Okay. Um, movies that were out uh, and popular at the time include Roger Cumble's Just Friends, which is also a holiday uh, movie. Do you remember Just Friends? It's the Kate one. Kate Winslet? Uh, no, it's um, Ryan Reynolds, um, and Amy Smart is the love interest, but Anna Ferris is the comic relief. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds plays like a music okay. manager okay. who goes back home for the holidays. Uh, to try and rekindle things with his like um, high the, school yeah, the sweetheart Amy Smart the girl who's like I guess friend zoned him that's why it's like just friends oh, okay. and Anna Ferris is like the pop star that's his client who like tags along and makes a mess of everything and it's it's one of those movies that like the movie itself is not bad but Anna Ferris is so good and she's so funny so good. That that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's great um, I, yeah I didn't see it um, 
yeah top five songs not that much change from last week chris brown run it mm. kanye west gold digger the black eyed peas my humps young jeezy soul survivor and nickelback photograph <laughs> so yeah um all right last week i was like bragging about how like we're becoming a well-oiled machine and i kind of like uh, fucked up the how are we doing segment. Yeah, um, sure did. The, uh, this, this time <laughs> no, around. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so the next segment then is challenge accepted, in yeah. which we look at uh, we, we make predictions about the next episode we're going to watch based only on the title. First, let's revisit. Um, oh my god, you're killing me on this. These. Was I was so impressed by myself. You're killing my me. Prediction. So I, I predicted based on the title. The one where Underdog gets away, that they watch an episode of Underdog. I was way off. Yeah. Underdog is one of the Macy's pull balloons, yeah. and it becomes unmoored. Um, <laughs> uh, making this probably the most famous Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade episode of television until, of course, the season of The Affair, the episode of The Affair. Right. <laughs> when Noah and Allison have moved to the city and their apartment overlooks the uh, the parade. You remember that, right? I, I and he, do, yeah. And he forgets to get the turkey. Yeah. Um, I, I love... That show. I like the affair. I love how much you hate it. And how much... <laughs> I get so much joy out of saying, remember when that happened on the affair? And my eyes are just rolling back yeah, in my exactly. head. Yeah, exactly. But you predicted that the belly full of turkey would yeah. be a pregnancy scare for Lily, which yeah. is... I swear, I swear I didn't look this up. I would I know never, I, of but course, of I'm course. just in awe of how good I am at this. Although I'm sure this will be like a flash in the pan. No, you, I mean, you're kicking my ass. Overall, uh, maybe, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, overall. Um, so let's look up next week's. So okay. Friends, season one, episode 10. The one with the monkey. Ugh, I've been dreading this. Because mm. I know there's a monkey on Friends, and I don't like monkeys. You hate primates. Do, do not like monkeys. They're too, too close to humans. They right. creep me out. The right. little hairy humans, I don't like them. Yeah. I don't want them around. Yeah. So the one with the monkey, I'm going to say, because I, this is kind of... Ross gets a monkey. Do you know the monkey's name? It's Marcel. Yeah. Um, and I know... <laughs> the reason I know that is because... Uh, Friends of ours, I'll say who of Mike, um, have multiple computers in their home because they both work out of their home. Okay. And she, it's a married couple, she is a huge Friends fan. And, um, like, their Wi-Fi network is called Central Perk. Oh, And okay. their computers... I can guess The computers is. For the networks, the computers all have different names that are all Friends-related, and one of them is named Marcel. Okay. We actually learn from the... Um from the reunion special that Ross hated working with the monkey. I can't, I don't blame him. This yeah. is the first time I've ever liked David Schwimmer. Yeah. He's right. Monkeys are just awful. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say Ross gets a monkey. I feel like I'm just trying to play catch up here by yeah. like, yeah. this is kind of a, 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 a slam dunk. Um, should I make him more specific? Like what happens with the monkey? Like, I don't think you need should to. Should I say why he, like, should I guess why he, because I don't know why he gets a monkey. Um, okay, you can, yeah, to make things more specific. So I'm going to say Ross gets a monkey. I'm going to say, uh, does that have, uh, it probably has something to do with Carol and Susan. 
Um, all right, write it down. Okay. All right. So, your uh, what's your guess for? Oh, this is another like fan favorite episode. Okay. Season one, episode ten of How I Met Your Mother, the pineapple incident. Oh. Okay. Um, the pineapple incident. Um, let's see. Um, okay, I'm tr- trying to think of like the timeline. In terms of what? In t- like it would be like December. I don't know if they if there's a Christmas episode of How I Met Your Mother or holiday episode. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'm going to say someone is allergic to pineapple and maybe has to go to the hospital. Do I have to say who? I don't think so. Okay. Someone has a pineapple allergy and needs to go to the hospital. They go to the hospital. All right. It's in. It's locked in. And that's it. So um, next week we'll gather again to talk about these two episodes. We'll find out uh, who was right. We've accepted the challenge. We'll find out who was right. Um, I'm already uh, looking forward to donating to charity at the end of the season (laughs) because uh, you're you're killing me here. Um, Until then, you can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Davey Pretension. Check out my other podcast and my other writings at battleshippretension.com. Uh, Natalie does not want you to get a hold of her. No, but you could email us and let us know yeah. your thoughts. The one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Uh, so, uh, thank you for, for listening once again. Until next time, farewell, friends and mothers. Farewell.